Good morning, guys. This is the Agen Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver Conley, and today, Harry Beckwith is back. How are you doing, Harry? Hi there. Yeah, good, good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. So, Harry and I, we both went to school together, and uh, we went our separate ways. I went to University of Manchester, and Harry went to University of Durham. Just remind us all what you're studying again. Yeah, I'm studying finance with a, uh, a placement. Which is finance great. with a placement, and the placement is what we're going to be talking about today, right? Yeah. Amazing. So, Harry, um, obviously you applied to a lot of a lot of places and you got a lot of responses back, um, a lot of offers and things. Uh, it was ultimately the final two, Sony and uh, BAE, yeah, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still undecided. Uh, I am still deciding which one, you know, to, you know, to ultimately go for. But I think today we're focusing on uh, the BAE process and how it all went down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, obviously, the British Aerospace... Yeah. It's something which I was actually surprised on their internships and, and their graduate opportunities because I saw them as a big, you know, big techie sort of military uh, solutions company. And I didn't realize that they were so down to earth. And and really, Harry, you, you've been there, you've done it, you've gone through the process. So today, uh, those of you listening, we're going to be talking about how Harry was successful in securing an offer uh, of an internship from BAE. Um, you know, all the processes online on ourgen.co.uk careers corner, click on base systems, and literally everything is there uh, that Harry has, uh, has provided insight for. So today, Harry, just give us an insight real quick, just on what was the overall atmosphere like as a, as a company approaching you as an innocent little student? Yeah, well, I think, um, obviously, I mean, I'd done my background research, so I knew that obviously, you know, there were the real, de- uh, you know, the real deal. I mean, they're the largest defense contractor in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. So um yeah absolutely massive and I knew that obviously through the application process you know they're very careful as to who they hire and I know you know I can say from experience upon receiving an offer you know all the security checks and you know the, the endless emails about proof, really proof of that yeah it's 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 absolutely crazy you know passports driving licenses references you know where I went to school you know can we prove you went to school there what were your grades can we see certificates all this kind of stuff uh very very intense onboarding process wow. if you did decide to go with um BA. so yeah it's all you know it's all very um uh you know security is a big focus there you it's know very formal yeah 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 I mean, because you know they're dealing with government contracts they're dealing with you know uh, armies <laughs> around the world you know yeah. and, and, and i think you know I, I i just did my research and i understood that and i understood what section of the business was focused on you know land sea air um, and obviously now they're moving into the cyberspace um you know cyber security mm. um so you know i i think I did my background research, um, but as far as how how the process was for a little old uni student uh, going for the uh, going for the placement, it was it was it was, it was good. It was relaxed. I mean, I've heard endless you know reviews and and and, and comments that BA have a great graduate program. Like they have a, a especially in finance, which is what I they have the you know they have a specific program sort of set out for you. It's called the FLDP program, the Finance Leadership Development Program. FLDP. Yeah, Finance Leadership Development Program. That is essentially you go there for a year. Uh, I think they pay you about eighteen grand. Um, you know, right. this is all. You know, this is all public info. You can find this on the website. They pay you about eighteen grand. Um, you know, all you know, additional benefits. And if you impress, 
Um, you, you know, you get to bypass all the interviews after uni. You go straight there in a graduate role. They start you on about 30K, which is wow. very... That's very good for a graduate position. I think typical amount is maybe yeah. 24, something like that. So that's really good. Um, yeah, plus a two grand signing bonus, which is quite tasty. Exactly. Like cash in hand, two grand, here you go. Exactly. Um, And, you know, and then you spend five years there training for a SEMA qualification. I'm sure the the finance guys out there will know that um, that's Chartered Institute of Management Accounting. So that's a type of accounting that focuses on, you know, more of an in-business type. uh, It's more, you know, like uh, forecasts and budgets and really inside the business as opposed to... businessy rather than just... Yeah, 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 as opposed to auditing a company in general, like, you you know, you delve into the business and it is a highly respected qualification, you know, massively, you know, um, around the world. And, you know, you know, having that can, you know, you can demand salaries, you know. Oh yeah, you can do. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, um, so we've had an overview there of, of what it's like and the potential that someone can, can unlock when they go in there. I think the BAE is, is a very good company when I've done my own research into how they look after their, their employees and, and loyalty, for example, like you demonstrated with the, uh, the five-year program. So let's just cast our mind back all the way from the start. And, you know, with that process, I know you said at the beginning of this podcast that, you know, you had to do a passport check, driving license and all the certificates. I know a lot of companies, they do ask for maybe a passport, especially if you're getting enrolled on the payroll. But like, obviously, with BAE systems dealing with government contracts and military grade technology, obviously, it is a bit difficult. So what was that actually like? And how did it make you feel just for those who are going to start well, applying? Well, yeah, yeah. So this was, I mean, obviously, the info they require when you're applying um, is, 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 is probably as much as you'd expect um, for any other company. It's, it's when you get more right. towards, you know, you're going to be on this role, then it's a case of they need to do all these checks and you're thinking, Oh wow! <laughs> like you know, you. I'm, I mean, I mean, they outsource it to um, Security Watchdog, which is you mm. know, you know, you know, they work. I imagine you know with the government, and they, they you know manage that onboarding process. They screen every single candidate um, to a great extent, and it can take months and months for it to come through. And I, you know, in the in the employee contract, obviously, you know, there's obviously a clause saying if in the next few months this comes back and you know, you haven't passed the check, then we have the right to terminate your employment. You're thinking, oh yeah. God, you know, like, I, I mean, you know, I haven't done anything, you know, against <laughs> like you start to think, oh God, like, you know, they're gonna, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pass the process. So it's a bit, it's a bit scary to be honest. Like when you get the, uh, like, you know, when you get thinking about it all, but you know, it's, 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 it's just. I mean, the response yeah. to that, okay. So it's scary. I mean, it is, I mean, you're dealing with some, some big boys in, in the table, especially BA systems is, the company that it is so what would you tell people if you had to go through that process again of just understand because i didn't i mean did you expect that you know did you expect that level and, and how would you manage that fear yeah so i think all it essentially is is that you know bae do a lot of work with governments and um you know various militaries and whatever mm. and i think it's just knowing that you know if you're in a finance role or an engineering role you know you might be privy to some conversations that have privileged information mm. and you can't basically go out and tell your mates down at the pub i mean you know when we break it down that is all it really is and you know working on these kinds of projects is it's unique i mean you know i mean if, if you ask 10 people what are your jobs you know i doubt none of them are going to be able to say you know i work with you know building um you know helping finance the building of you know jets or tanks or submarines yeah. or you know rocket launchers and stuff like it. it's pretty cool <laughs> so 
Yeah, no, I think I, I think it's important to be relaxed. And obviously, you know, people have done this before and people will do it in the future. The like you have, Harry, yeah. Exactly. So, it, yeah. I mean, and, and I can say from personal experience, you know, it's not, you know, it's not too overwhelming. Um, okay, you know. no, that's reassuring to hear because especially for the, the type of company that it is, obviously, like you said, there is information there which is confidential and like all companies, but especially this one when it comes to military. So yeah. it's, it's reassuring to hear that it is, you know, you can have a more relaxed approach and just treat it as if, you know, it's just for you really not to check teammates at the pub <laughs> about yeah. that you're working on a tank for Israel government or something. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I can I can imagine that. So, you know, was there um, was there a moment in that process when you were applying with the internship that you felt really confident that you nailed it? Like you 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 were like, yeah, I nailed that one. I think. Hmm, well, it's been quite a long process with obviously COVID. I mean, it took a number of months mm. and I don't think it should have taken as long as it did. I mean, obviously we're looking, I sent my, I, I sent my initial application in October, November time, um, October time, I think. Yeah. And then, you know, it's a case of the online application um, and something, you know, I know it says this on careers corner, but what was weird is they didn't request a CV. Um, it was more, uh. you know, you just got to put all relevant skills, hobbies and stuff in there, um, which was interesting. Um, so I feel like, you know, put in, you know, um, your best essentially you know pick out like you know cherry pick the best uh, but anyway so I mean obviously I think the, the proudest moment of it was after completing the online application and being said yes and then doing the online assessment the uh, the numerical verbal and situational strength test mm. um, I think that it, it was either that or after the video stage you get you know before you undertake the next task you get a video come up from I think it's the he must be head of, um, I think he's head of BAE. Um, I think it was the CEO or it was someone very high up uh, on the board or something. Yeah, like executive that. director or and, yeah. management director. Yeah, exactly. yeah, okay. yeah. And, and, and it was a video of him for about a minute and a half saying, you know, congratulations, you are the final few. You've done so well to get to this point. We are so proud of you, blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> and, and you were like, wow. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the first time I've ever had that kind of thing happen, you know, because it's the first time in this, like, you know, this kind of job market looking for, you know, placement or anything like that, any internship things. And, you know, to have an executive, yeah. you know, basically talking to the, the last few, so to speak, and turn around and say, you know, you've done amazingly well to get to this point. You know, you mm. are a select, you know, we've, we've, we've cherry picked you, you know, you are like the cream of the crop who've applied. <laughs> I think that really motivated me to it then boost you, you know, for the next stage, smash mm. it in the video interview. Cause I feel like when you're given that boost, you're like, yeah, like you know, I, you know, they like what they see. So, you know, yeah, no, they like it. They like a bit of Harry to work with them. Yeah, no, of course, it's, it's nice. It's a nice feeling, and I think it adds a human touch. You know that, that someone is actually telling you that. So, linked to that human touch, obviously, a lot of application process they have automated systems, they have online tests, and there's a lack of interview sort of stages in these big firms. Now, I know the BA they had the video interview rather than sort of in detail what it was like because you can you know guys listening now you can click on rgm.co.uk go to careers corner and you can find ba systems and harry has detailed everything about the process so harry just tell us a bit more about the video interview and, and how that made you feel like the the atmosphere what was the person like you know was it quite tense yeah. was it quite relaxed you know yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, everything's on Careers Corner, but I think something I've got to mention first is mm. I, you know, there is a chance that I wouldn't have been here today talking about BAE because the email fell in my junk folder. 
Um, and I think it got to the fifth or sixth day, and it was complete within seven days. And I'm sat there thinking, you know, looking at my oh, mom, Harry, how? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, why did the email come through? Why isn't the email come through? And I'm like, oh God, it's in the junk folder. So I, 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 I was like, thank, I was like, thank crap. <laughs> you got to. I never thought I'd say this in our gym podcast, but you've got to check your junk. Exactly. Yeah, you've got to <laughs> check your junk. You know, regularly. So. Um, I got in there, I got in the junk and I found uh, the email, got onto the video interview and yeah, it was great. It was, it was, I, I believe someone from HR, you know, really soothing voice. They basically just said, you know, you know, they taught you through the process. Um, mm. you know, there's going to be five to six pre-recorded questions. You know, you'll have about 30 seconds to prepare. So that's long enough to, jo- you know, jot down a few ideas and two minutes max to answer. And the good thing I liked, I, I, I know a few do this, um, but they give you like a warm up question. Um, and I think, it was just a nice, easy one, you know, something like, what do you do yeah. in your spare time? And you had practice, you oh, know, okay. seconds, jotting a few things down and the two minutes presenting, you could watch it back and see how you looked, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, the focus around BAE's core values, like I've said in um, Careers Corner. So, you know, like I said, you know, things like, what do you do in your spare time? Um, tell me about the time you faced a setback. How did you overcome it? And I think, you know, two minutes is a long time. And sometimes, you know, you, you think, I mean, I went in there thinking... I'm not going to have enough to, you know, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have enough content to talk about, but I found that when I actually got in there and got talking about my experiences, you know, I was approaching the two minute deadline, which is something I never thought would happen. And I think, what did you do to, because you thought you use, you know, you know, yourself, you thought that you wouldn't meet that, you know, two minute, you wouldn't be able to fill it. So yeah, what, yeah. is there anything that you could attribute to, to that success of how you managed to keep it flowing and, and talk more as well? Yeah. So I think, what I did is in the 30 seconds you get to prepare, it's very important how you deal with it. So what I did is, so for example, it'd be something about, um, tell me about the time you faced a setback and all of a sudden, mm. you know, and then, and then I'd, I'd, within that 30 seconds, I'd probably put down three or four bullet points and I'd think, okay, uh, time I faced a setback uh, at work. So, you know, when, when, when working behind the bar and I'd, and I'd like put down like a word or two to, you know, yeah. to maybe that. and then I'd think, okay, a setback in education terms and then back. And then within 30 seconds, I'd have all the points down. Um, and then it'd just be a case of looking at each point quickly, talking about it, and then sort of trying to move on to the next one, move on to the next one. So I put about three or four or five points down. I'd write down as much as I could in the 30 seconds. So I, you know, so I'm not, you know, so I can talk for as long as possible, essentially. Um, you know, so I've got enough substance there. So I I, I really treated that 30 seconds um, wisely, I think. Preciously, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. No, um, that's very wise advice there, because I think, in the moment of things, it's very, very difficult to have time coordination and just relax and, and stay calm. So just make sure like you, you have that time reference with you, you know, 30 seconds isn't a lot of time, like you said, and you've just got to stay calm, stay focused, nail that and, and just think. I know that sounds really simple, but thinking about the answer rather than just panicking around. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at, at least it's it's uh, it's pre-recorded, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not at least like you're not on the spot with someone like a typical interview. Um yeah, exactly. so that's I mean, that's quite yeah. good. I mean you get thirty seconds to to answer. I mean you can imagine him like a uh, like a phone call interview. If someone asks you a question and there's like a thirty second pause, <laughs> you know, I mean it'd be really awkward. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah. So yeah, I think that uh you know, having the thirty seconds there is 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 great to have a little think. Think about how you want to do it. You know, you can have a look in the mirror, you know, make sure you presented okay. <laughs> you know, you haven't got anything wacky with the tie going on or whatever. 
And then, what did you, know, you wear, by the way, just on that note? Because I think the dress code for interviews, whether they're online or not, has been an interesting topic because, you know, some people, you know, like they wear the shirts and then they've got the pajama bottoms on underneath because they're on the desk or whatever. So what did yeah. you what did you actually wear for, for BAE? I believe I wore... Um, I'm not, I'm, well, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll ask anyone listening to this not to go and tell BAE this, but I, uh, I think I had <laughs> some, uh, some night jogging bottoms on nice. and uh, a white collared uh, shirt. I'm just waiting for the day when I'm in an interview and they say, okay, can you stand up first? yeah or the background check comes back with this podcast maybe i don't know but uh <laughs> no so so guys you know you know you just wear something plain and simple it's not about looking fancy or super super professional it's about looking appropriate and obviously harry white collared shirt very simple no tie right well i found it i mean i mean i was i think in the assessment center i was competing with two other people or whether they you know whether mm. they've been on as well I'm, I'm not sure but in other assessment centers i found that i am you know i mean i'm i'm wearing a suitable outfit but there are people there who go in with you know the tie the tie clip you know the flashy yeah, the full lot all the all the bling and i'm thinking like wow and it is easy to think oh god you know i've underdressed they're thinking oh god what a scruff but like mm. no not at all like it's not about looking like, uh, you know, like, um, like Jordan Belfort, you know, you don't need to go in there. <laughs> yeah, you don't you know. need to be looking like the, the sharpest yeah. guy, you know, yeah, yeah. watch and the, the pinstripe. But he, and, and just a note yeah. on that one as well. Like you make a really good point there with, with overdressing. I did a podcast. I think it's episode three. Definitely check it out guys. Cause it applies to the finance sector as well as the legal sector. You know, I, I did, um, I did a short podcast on my sort of insights into uh, a law firm. And it was about dress code. One of the key points was dress code. So um, when you go into a firm, especially when you get there, you know, don't try and compete with other people in terms of the way you dress, you know? And, and like you said there, Harry, when your rival candidates were all bling pinstripe suits, is it appropriate to be AE? And are they just trying to do that to compensate for something else? And obviously you're the one with the position. So <laughs> it kind of worked out, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think this is, you know, as long as you're presentable, it's more about what you bring on the day. Um, yeah. 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 No, that's really. good. Yeah. Focus all your energy on that. So uh, just to, to wrap everything up, Harry, what would you say is the number one thing that you would tell yourself at the beginning of this process? So then those who are listening now can take that advice when they apply for B, I think think outside the box and uh, expect expect anything. You know, don't go in there thinking you know what they're going to ask you. Um, you know, just I mean, you know, one of the questions I got, you know, I was expecting something to do with you know past experience, or whatever. But I just got asked by one of the um, assessment centre, you know, uh, interviewers. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. So could you, you know, can you tell me about some of the other placements you've applied for? <laughs> and I was like, I was, was thinking, sneaky. I was thinking, why the hell she asked me that? And I'm sat there thinking, like, like, how do I word this and like spin it around to make BAE look good? Do you know what I mean? I mean, because I'd applied for like 25. It's difficult. Yeah. It was a weird question. It really threw me off. Um, so there was that. And obviously, I think think outside the box. So I think what, you know, you know, one of the determining factors was a couple of nights before the assessment center, I went onto YouTube and I found a rate my placement webinar where two people from BAE had come on there excuse me, for a, um, for a chat and talk about the graduate and the placement program. And mm. there were about 11 views. And I was thinking like, mm. no one's seen this. And I watched it and it was such an insight into BAE's business. And like, 
what percentage of the business is land, air, sea, what the business is looking at doing in the next few years, mm. you know, what the placement opportunities offer, you know, like loads of facts. And I was just churning notes out and I went into the assessment center and told them all this and they were blown away, you know? So I think, you know, nice. think outside the box of ways you can impress and um, be open-minded, expect any kind of question. Yeah, just just go in there. And I think that links to the dress code as well. Just play it cool, keep it simple and just keep a level head and just take each step as it comes, you know. To, whenever a hurdle comes up, just jump over it one by one rather than thinking that you're the big boss, you know, because um, you can do with a lot of finance internships. But um, Harry, thank you very much for your time. It's been amazing to learn more about BAE, the process of getting an internship. So those of you listening now, you know, even if you're not applying for BAE, and you want to look into finance sort of roles, then this podcast is definitely, definitely going to contribute to the way that you approach your internship. And hopefully you'll get that successful uh, offer like Harry did as well. So um, keep learning, get earning, and we'll speak to you next week.